Welcome to the Ruth Speaks podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the seeking believer who understands that the pursuit of God is not about perfection, but rather about strengthening our faith and commitment to the Father. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Keisha Robertson, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Okay, so I will be the first to admit that I feel like I have been on some type of diet for the past 20 plus years. There always seems to be a few extra pounds that I feel I need to shed or they could be shed or I feel need to come off. And if I'm not shedding the pounds and I feel like I need to build muscle, atone what I have. In either case, I can acknowledge that there's something I'd like to change. For whatever reason, it's not quite where I want it to be. So if I can acknowledge that my body may not be where I'd like for it to be and there is room for improvement, why on earth would I talk about what someone else's body looks like? Why would I judge someone else's fat when I have my own fat to deal with? I mean, come on now. We all made in all different types of sizes and shapes, right? Some of us have lower percentage body fat than others. But in either case, the more important thing is that everybody has some degree or level of fat. Now, I'm not here, of course, to body shame anybody, to make anyone feel uncomfortable about their bodies. That is not my point. That is not my objective. So please let me be clear. My point in giving that as an example is this. We all have fat on our bodies. In some varying shape, form, or degree, there's some level of percentage of fat assigned to us. So if everyone can acknowledge that they have some level of degree of fat on their bodies, why then are we always looking to judge how much someone else has? If you have fat on your body, why are you trying to decide or determine how much fat someone else may have on their body? And I'm using the word fat because I want to paint a realistic picture or just give you a really tangible example of how we go about judging each other when we ourselves may be carrying the very thing that we are judging someone else for. As I said a minute ago, we all have fat on our bodies, right? So acknowledging that everyone has some level or degree of fat on their body why then would you sit and judge someone else for also having fat on their body? Or even more specifically, why are we even judging each other at all? You know, scripture says in Romans chapter 14, verse 10, the New International Version, you then, why do you judge your brother or sister? Or why do you treat them with contempt? For we all stand before God's judgment seat. Amen. And so obviously, if you haven't figured it out by now, the purpose of my call today is to really talk about judgment, not to talk about body fat or body fat percentages. That was just a tangible example that I wanted to give just to demonstrate how a lot of times we are guilty of judging someone else for the very same things or rather based upon the very same things that we ourselves carry. And again, just to reiterate, the use of that example was not intended to body shame anyone or to make anyone feel uncomfortable about that size. Love your body, love you. That is not what my angle or goal was. By starting off by talking about myself as an example. Again, and just to reiterate, it was more so to demonstrate to you that as believers, unfortunately, sometimes we look to judge others for things that we ourselves possess. And so in keeping with that thought, I have often wondered why is it that a believer feels the need 
to sit in a seat of judgment? Why do we as people, as human beings, just step outside of the context of even being a believer for just a second? Why is it that people feel the need to judge other people? And, you know, as I was thinking about this idea, I came up with a few different points that I like to touch on in today's conversation to offer up as reasons that I believe we judge other people. So the first point that I'd like to bring to bear that I believe contributes to why we oftentimes may sit in judgment of other people is because we are inherently covering up our own insecurities. And being in the presence of someone else, for whatever reason, that individual carries a certain thing that brings our insecurities to bear, which then causes us to exact judgment on them for the very thing that we ourselves may be insecure about. Let me just give a really good example that I believe, unfortunately, it is what it is. I have heard it said to other people in my presence. I have heard it discussed around myself with other people. You know, I'll admit it. I may have even participated in a conversation or dialogue at one time or another myself. How many of you have ever heard the expression, she thinks she's cute? In that statement alone, we are not only judging what we think she feels about herself. Indirectly, we are already assigning a level of guilt to her for having that thought or idea that she looks a certain way. Now, there's so much wrong with that statement, you know, and and, and ladies, I know y'all have heard someone say that. The bigger question is, before I get into why there's so much wrong with that statement is, why does it matter to you? And why do you feel the need to bring it to bear? So let's go back to the statement itself. She thinks she's cute, right? First of all, who are we to even start down the path of trying to determine what someone else thinks? The fact that we're even discussing what we think someone else thinks about themselves is ridiculous. But even more importantly, the fact that we have to add that she thinks she's cute. Let's say that she does. What does that have to do with you? To me, and going back to the very point that I made about why I feel like people sometimes judge each other is because they themselves are struggling with an insecurity in the very area that they are seeking to pass judgment on, tells me when we're saying that, if we feel the need to make that comment, to pass judgment on what we think someone else may think about themselves, what that says to me is you're struggling with how you look. And what that says to me is because this person is exuding confidence, you're making the assumption that she's thinking about herself what you struggle to think about yourself. Now, if you remember, on last week, I talked about comparisons and the danger of comparing ourselves to other people. Well, I personally feel like indirectly when we compare, comparisons themselves can also lead to casting or passing judgment. In that one statement, she thinks she's cute. Not only are you assessing what you think that she thinks about how she looks, you're judging her for that. You're also indirectly comparing yourself to her because of what I said a minute ago. Because again, I believe that sometimes judgment is rooted in our own insecurities. Because you may not feel that you look a certain way, you are indirectly comparing yourself to someone else who truly you believe does look a certain way. But because you may have difficulty processing that, rather than give her a compliment, you pass a judgment on what you think she thinks about herself. And to that, what I have to say at the end of the day is, when we are self-assured, 
When we are confident in who we are, what we possess, what we carry, what our talents and gifts are, we are unmoved and unbothered by being in the presence of someone else who may also be confident. Their confidence does not impact us. Why is that? Because we have taken the time to spend that time with God to understand who he has called us to be, who our identity is in him, and we are comfortable in our own skin. But that only comes by seeking out those things from God that you honestly can admit are your own strengths and even more importantly, your weaknesses. Not only are you asking him to identify the things that you are good at, that you may struggle with trying to identify on your own, but you're also asking him when you spend that time with him to show you those areas that need to be shored up and more importantly, why they need to be shored up. Insecurity can manifest itself in so many different ways, but passing judgment on others when you are in the presence of someone who doesn't struggle with insecurity, who is confident with themselves, is one of the ways that insecurities do in fact manifest. And, and you know, just to add to that, I, I would say is a second maybe side or tangential point to the whole idea of judging someone else because of your own insecurities is the tangential point that we also tend to judge people to make ourselves feel better about ourselves. So tangentially to that is, if you're struggling with an insecurity, you're judging someone else because they've brought that insecurity to bear, but also in the exercise in the judgment to the tangential point that I just made, the exercise of the judgment itself tends to make you feel better about yourself because you feel like you have identified something that is wrong with whatever is going on with this other person. And let's just stick with the example that I gave a few minutes ago, which is she thinks she's cute, right? I mean, that, that's just a good one. Just, let's just stay with that one. By you saying she thinks she's cute, you're identifying some of your own insecurities about how you may feel about yourself. Of course, this is all my opinion. But then secondarily to that, by identifying what you perceive is a deficiency in her for her thinking that she's cute, you're passing judgment on that. You are now making yourself feel better about yourself because you, number one, may struggle with how you look for whatever reason. And number two, to make yourself feel better about how you look, you find fault with her being confident. And you assign some level of judgment to her exuding confidence rather than just paying her a compliment and giving her her flowers, right? Now, you know, this whole thing about judgment is kind of like to me, it's like a balancing act. I've always felt that, you know, we judge because of what I said. There's insecurities that we possess that we're struggling with and being in the presence of people who don't struggle with those insecurities cause us to feel however we feel in any event. In order to kind of rectify that, to create balance for ourselves in their presence, we cast judgment, which then aids in our ability to feel better about ourselves. We then seek to find something wrong with them for demonstrating the things that we ourselves struggle with, that we ourselves have insecurity with. I stress this point by going back to what I said in last week's conversation, because again, like I said, I do believe that comparisons and passing judgment do sometimes go hand in hand. If we are, again, at a place where we are able to be comfortable in who we are and we have an understanding of who we are, 
then we are not easily moved by anything going on with anybody else. And if you're not easily moved by anything going on with anybody else, the tendency to compare is minimal, but likewise, the tendency to judge is also minimal because you focus more on yourself and the things that you need to be concerned about. As I gave the example about fat earlier in comparing the whole concept of everybody having a degree of fat on their bodies, because the body has to have fat, let's just be clear, it's very similar to understanding that everybody carries some level and degree of sin. And so if we all carry some level and degree of sin, why on earth would we sit in judgment of how much sin we think someone else may carry? If we carry a level and degree of sin, why on earth would we try to bring the bear or point out someone else's sin to make ourselves feel better about our own sin? Very similarly, if we carry a level and degree on, of insecurity, why on earth would we judge someone else for in fact being secure? If we carry a level and degree of insecurity, why on earth we want someone else to feel bad about being confident to make ourselves feel better? When we are born into this world, we are born into sin. And it is through us being saved. It is through us being baptized. It is through us acknowledging who Jesus is in relationship to God that we are washed of our sins, right? And made clean and whole and worthy. But I want you to think about that, believers. Understanding that we are by nature born into sin, you will always be in a position to where you may have to battle against the nature that you carry to sin. Now, that doesn't mean that you're always going to get it right. We have all done things that God may have found displeasing. It is what it is. But what I'm saying to you is understanding that we all stand in the way and path of sinning. No one is, sits in a position to where they should be judging someone else's shortcomings when they do sin. Or better yet, no one else should be sitting in judgment of someone else when they do not struggle with the things that you may struggle with, because that's just the inverse of the other. If, if it's a situation where you feel like, well, I don't struggle with that sin, so I can judge this person for that, that's wrong. But by the same token, if you're the one who is struggling with the issue and they're not, and then you are still judging them because of your own insecurity, that's likewise is wrong. At the end of the day, we have to understand that we are more connected and more similar in certain instances than different. Understanding that there are differences, we also must remember that there are also similarities. And it is in the similarities, hear this, it is in the similarities that we have to remember that create the situation in which we are not in a position to sit in judgment of anyone because we all suffer from some level and degree of the same shortcoming, and that is to sin. The bottom line is at the end of the day, there's really only so many ways to communicate the same message. And that is no one is in a position to judge anyone else's sin because we all start in the same place when we're born into this world. We are born into this world with a sin nature. And so inherently, we carry the ability to do things that do not please God, understanding that because he is God and because he is who he is and because he loves us and because he cares, he is capable of forgiving us for our sin. But understand what's still present is the ability and capability of sinning. And I dare say no one has lived in this world without sinning in some capacity. And to sit in judgment 
of someone else's sin runs afoul of the word of God when we are told, quite frankly, that we should not judge each other and that the only one who is worthy of judging, who is worthy of sitting in that seat is the father himself. And so if we focus more on making sure that we live our lives in a way that pleases God and understanding that while our struggle may look different from someone else's struggle, while our ability to sin may look different from someone else's difficulty with sinning, the fact remains that we're still capable of the same thing. While your body fat percentage may look different from someone else's body fat percentage, let's not negate the fact that you're both still carrying body fat. Hence the reason for the example that I gave. Just as we should never seek to base our success on someone else's failure, we should likewise never seek to demonstrate how worthy we are by pointing out how deficient someone else is, understanding that there are deficiencies that exist all around on both sides. And so even more importantly than that, in keeping that thought in mind, we should likewise never seek to judge, understanding that perfection only exists in the Father and the Son. And as far back as I can remember, no one has walked the face of the earth, save Jesus, that would demonstrate that level of perfection. So as I close out today's conversation, I'd like to leave you with this tidbit to chew on. The measuring stick that you use to judge the shortcomings of others will be the same one that will be used against you. Be gracious to each other. That's it for this episode. God bless you. Keep hoping, keep believing, and most importantly, keep seeking. Thank you for listening to the Ruth Speaks podcast. Join us weekly as we continue to seek after God. If you'd like to fellowship more, please visit our website at www.ruthspeaks.org. Remember, To reverence God is to rest in Him. This program was produced by At The Helm Productions. We